Welcome back to Albrightcast, where the roar of the leopard awaits you. I'm your host, Burhan, and today we're going to be talking with Miss Vanessa, who has just recently set up a COVID-related fundraiser. Working with the British Asian Trust, Miss Vanessa's objective is to raise enough money for oxygen concentrators, and together with local partners in India, they will help deploy them to the patients and hospitals that need them most. With oxygen cans decreasing rapidly in quantity and increasing rapidly in price, there's been a lot of hassle for people to get their hands on some oxygen to either save themselves or their loved ones. So without further ado, let's have Miss Vanessa take us through her entire project. Welcome Miss Vanessa, glad you could join us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to talk to you today. Yes, Miss, I am as well. So recently, uh, I was going through Leopard's Lair and I actually came across your initiative. Uh, this was during homeroom time when we were going through our daily like kind of blast of Leopard's Lair. And I came across your initiative and I thought it was quite interesting, honestly, because um, given the current situation that has been happening in India, how it's been worsened with the lack of oxygen around the country, it felt quite interesting that, you know, someone from our own school is do, uh, kind of really starting something up that can potentially help those in need. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, a bit, bit of background about me. So I'm from the UK um, and I've been I came back to the UK last July, but I've been working internationally for for a long time. Um, and part of my passions when working internationally is is supporting the the cultures and communities I work with. And I think the OAS um, qualities that students have is all about working with those who are uh, needing support at different times. And um, obviously, with everything that's been happening with COVID-19 and in the past couple of weeks, how badly affected India has been, I knew there was something that I, I wanted to do, I needed to do um, to you know, reach out to those that I've been working with for a year. So um, I'm glad that it kind of caught your attention. And um, one of the main purposes of fundraising is to catch people's attention. So it's great to hear that feedback. Thank you, Miss. And, and I'm also hoping that with this episode, a lot more people will be able to know about your fundraising campaign and then it will catch even more attention. Absolutely. Me too. And I think one of the things when you are, um, you know, we are all working as global citizens and we want to help within international communities, you know, where I be world leaders. Exactly. Um, but one of the things when you're uh, looking at donating and working with NGOs is there's a lot of information out there that you've got to trust the people that you're giving to and trust that it's going to the right initiative. So for me to just simply put this platform forward as a safe, secure way of people donating money and it's going to the correct form, um, the correct charity and to give the most support possible, um, that just really made it easy for my community to be donating. So um yeah, that's the reason why I kind of went with the Just Giving page. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, in an era where of social media where there's a lot of fake news out and about, it's always mm -hmm. important to like know, to like kind of know the background of who you're donating to and what they've like done, what they aim to do with it, just so that you know that your money or 
your time and effort is going into safe hands. 100%. There is so much out there on social media, like you say, um, and there's so many different initiatives. Even I've seen in the past week, um, three have come up in my social media feeds, um, which, uh, as I've gone digging into, have not come out as, as truthful platforms. So that was my main thing. Source somewhere that was 100% trustworthy and would be going to the correct place. So, um, you know, all of that, looking into your secondary and primary research is really, really key. And that's kind of a message for anyone that's going into fundraising. Um, I found this company through uh, BBC News. So they were on the news channels here. I called them up, I vetted them out myself, um, and then I, I spoke to them further about fundraising. So yeah, it's about vetting that research, research for sure. Oh, wow. Also, oh, you've taken some pretty big steps yeah, when asking people to donate money, you've got to be sure um, and you've, you've got to be, I'm, I'm very passionate for this to go towards getting oxygen to people that really need it. It's not about um, other initiatives that are great and out there, but this is that urgent appeal for the humanitarian crisis right now. That is completely true. I, I completely agree with you. So how did uh, you actually get in touch with British Asian Trust and try and get this whole initiative forward? Yeah, so the whole process itself was very, very quick. Um, I was, I woke up one morning, so I'm working throughout the night. Um, I woke up one morning and as I do every morning, I was scrolling through BBC News and all of a sudden these this growth in numbers and this growth in pictures that came up on, onto the um, app that I was looking at was just I was astounded that all of a sudden India was just in this massive crisis which felt like overnight you know I'm quite on top of the news myself but it, you know, it just happened really quickly and when I'd finished work that day I um, was just checking in with the lunchtime news uh, in my home country and this man who was from British Asian Trust was there speaking about this appeal as an interview and it caught my attention because there was um, a lot of graphics that went alongside what he was saying. There was um, a lot of emphasis on how numbers are affected. And, you know, hearing that only 1.6 of India's population is fully vaccinated when a different message has been circulated in the news really hit me. You know, I thought, oh, well, I thought everyone over the age of 18 could get vaccinated. But, you know, that just shows how news can be misconstrued in many different ways. So anyway, I was watching him on the news um, and I was just having conversations with my family members and I just said, I, I need to do something here. I want to take some action. So I simply got onto Twitter, as you do in today's world, um, tweeted the company, said, oh, this is something I want to do. I was uh, responded, um, direct messaged, and then they sent me to this page and I simply clicked four or five buttons through Just Giving and all of a sudden I had a live page going. So within there you put in your story and uh, you connect to which charity um, you are going to be giving towards and then that's it, hands off. You don't have to touch any of the money. You don't have to deal with any of the transfers. That all goes automatically for you. So your job then is just to get the story out there and to circulate it as much as possible on social media. True, because social media is such a powerful tool and especially in these times, it's definitely proven so. Yeah, absolutely. I think we can all have um, reflective moments where we use social media too much, but the power of it 
as being really pre prevalent in this scenario. You know, I can see straight away within a couple of days, I was able to double the target. I was able to reach further um, internationally. We've had donations from Australia, from Hong Kong, from China, from England, from uh, the US, from India, from so many different wow. worlds, which, yeah, it's just amazing how far you can reach out. Exactly. And uh, going through your donation page right now, you're like really close to reaching the target as well. Yeah, super close. So we're 85% now. And um, so like I said, two days into the campaign. Um, so initially I started out as uh, fundraising for £830 and that would connect with 550 of the most seriously ill patients. So that would get uh, oxygen concentrators to them. Within two days, we were very close to that target. So I said, you know, let's throw caution to the wind and we'll double the target. And I was speaking to my classes also at OIS during this time. And we said, yes, miss, let's absolutely, let's double the target. Let's try and smash it. So doubled the target, which would mean it would reach 1,100 critically ill patients. Big, big difference in numbers. And then you can see from there, 85% of that second target is nearly there. So 15% to go, I can feel it's so close. And yep. as soon as we hit that 100%, um, I, I just feel like the, there'll be such a massive difference to, to a lot of people that we can reach to. Yeah, that's true, Miss, that impacting the lives of so many people on a personal level as well, because just knowing that you were kind of responsible for saving the lives of so many, there's also that kind of personal feeling about it as well. Yeah, I mean, I would never take that hat myself, <laughs> um, but the community is responsible for that and I think we all have such an equal ethical responsibility to care for one another um, and when someone is deprived of a basic human need as uh, oxygen that is just it, uh, it was something where I was absolutely heartbroken by so for the community to come together and, and jump on board um, you know I can see there's many different outreach projects happening and hopefully you know like like the post says together we can answer this sos from india yeah you know it's really sad to see what's happening and here's just hoping that you know everything can be under control soon hopefully if everyone follows the guidelines if everyone kind of follows the rules you know it'll pretty much help uh, the recovery rate by a lot you know everything will kind of get under control faster because it's all about patience, really. Even though it's like the worst of it right now, it will soon be over if we all work together, if we all cooperate. Absolutely. Getting your head down, staying safe, keeping indoors, wearing a mask, all of these government protocols are there for a reason. And and like you say, if we all work together on that, the pandemic will, you know, we'll, we'll ride through it. And you can see that in other countries. You can see other countries kind of coming out of the woods. Um, so it's just about helping helping India run that pathway. Yeah, that's, that's quite true, Miss. Is there a, a, like a certain message that you would like to give out to the entirety of the OIS community who might be listening to this right now? Absolutely. Um, I guess, you know, I've felt many different feelings being at the other side of the oceans um, whilst becoming an OIS teacher and even throughout being so you know geographically disconnected I have been welcomed so much by the OIS community I have built incredible relationships with students and colleagues alike and I just thank you for kind of taking me into your family so I hope that this can um, 
show that I'm 100% there to support, even though I'm at the other side of the world. And hopefully, like you say, you know, we can get through this as soon as possible and we can get back to normal routine of, of what we all love about education and being around our friends and colleagues. Um, and yeah, hopefully that will happen in the near future. Yeah, I, I second that, honestly. Yeah, the OIS community is uh, a very warm family, I must say. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with things like this, there's so many initiatives and so many uh, drives that are given by students. And you see that in Leopard's Lair all the time. So I just encourage people to keep keep that passion for change, keep that passion for outreach into the community, because that is what is helping us develop as IB, like I say, IB world leaders. Um, and every small difference can make a big change. That's true. I think everyone should just keep on kind of trying to amplify their voices over the things that they really care about, especially in the OIS community. And, you know, I'll try and cover as much of those as, as well, because exposure is important. Absolutely. And I think um, in our latest l lunch lounge, that Amplifier Voices came across as such a wonderful rainbow message. And I think um, absolutely as interviewing different people in the community and amplifying their voices, we are in a fantastically privileged um, position that we are able to amplify our voices and we're able to support one another. And it's such a safe space to do so. So yes, keep, keep talking, everybody. Keep making change and making difference because that's ultimately what we're here on this world to do. Exactly. I'm sure you know about the world famous quote from Mahatma Gandhi, you know, be the change you want to see. Absolutely. And I've been um, researching the story with the sugar um, behind it with my grade seven students and talking about, you know, you've got to practice what you preach. And I feel like that is a, a strong ethos in the OAS students being able to commit to practicing what you are telling other people to do yeah so miss i'd like to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your views and kind of amplifying your entire project i'm glad that you were able to really kind of talk about all of this Thank you. Thank you for giving me the platform to bring it to people's attention. Like you say, it's about uh, making sure it reaches the wider community as much as possible. So things like this and um, just being able to speak about it and connect with people on a personal level means the world. So thank you very much. I do just ask if anyone is in the position to help us build that last 15% of donations every every small donation will go to a big difference so if you can then please do click onto the page and um, make that donation every small contribution is going to save lives so I can't can't pass that message on enough and thank you to all of the OIS community for all of your support so far um, and for you know making things like this possible yeah I completely agree yeah thanks thank you to everyone who's donated so far and if you haven't you still can like miss said there's 15 percent more to go so why you can go get donating on leopard's lair the link to the fundraiser page is there absolutely thank you so much and i look forward to smashing that 100 percent and sending you all a congratulations message um, and we'll hopefully see the change that is going to be taking place over the next couple of weeks for you guys. So stay safe and stay strong. Yes, thank you, Miss. And we look forward to see that goal be reached. Thank you.
Thank you so much, Miss Vanessa. With your efforts and the community's participation, we'll smash the donation goal in no time. Speaking of time, it's that time of the episode again. Time for the question of the episode. Have you or your loved ones tested positive for the coronavirus? Do answer on the poll on our Instagram story at Obroycast. And please don't forget to stay safe, wear a mask when you go out, and wash your hands regularly. And with all of that, I would like to thank you for listening to this episode. Have a great day, a great two weeks, and I'll see you in the next. Bye!